Welcome to Wallowing in the Shallows, the podcast that skirts the perilous drop-off of a deep dive into television and movies. We are academic nerds aspiring to become TV and movie geeks. There are no spoiler guards in the shallows, so listen at your own risk. This week, join us for a wallow and a Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 2 rewatch. Hello, peeps, and welcome to Wallowing in the Shallows. This is Tori. And this is Rebecca. And we are watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 2, Episode (laughs) 1, When She Was Bad. And she's a bad girl in this episode, that Buffy. Mm, Drove me nuts. (laughs) She's very un-Buffy-like. She was very un-Buffy-like. But we shall get into that eventually. I did want to say, I was listening again to my Rewatcher podcast with Ash and Elena, and I can't, I, I think it might have been in our, I don't know if it was our season wrap up or what episode it was when we were talking about when Joyce meets Angel for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I remember you had commented that you thought Joyce was being quite appreciative of angel yes Yes. um elena and ash had joyce not they had joyce christine sutherland on their podcast oh cool for this episode that she's kind of highlighted in in season three and she was talking about that and she said yeah you know joyce was thinking you're too old for my daughter but you are really good looking so you nailed it picking up on that vibe nice nice. oh beautiful beautiful (laughs) well thank you for giving me credit for that i appreciate it (laughs) i figured well i gotta tell rebecca about that thank you i i i really i really do appreciate it (laughs) so I fell down on my job and did not write my own summary for this Uh episode, but I found a lovely little summary here on tvfanatic.com, which I'm giving them credit for their season two, episode one recap. So we'll see how this goes compared to what I put together. (laughs) (laughs) Lay it on me. (laughs) Okay. Willow and Xander play a guessing game at night to kill time. They flirt and nearly kiss before a vampire attacks them. Buffy emerges and stakes the vampire. The master's bones were consecrated and buried in the graveyard. Buffy's father, Hank, tells Joyce that Buffy acted strange all summer. She was emotionally distant. Giles sneaks away from Snyder to catch up with Jenny. He reconnects with the remaining Scoobies and thinks it's time to begin training with Buffy again. Her session gets a tad out of hand. A group of vampire acolytes have emerged to follow the anointed one. Yeah, my aside, Colin is back. (laughs) Buffy has a nightmare where Giles, revealed as the master, tries to kill her. Angel appears by Buffy's bedside and checks in on her. Cordelia tells Buffy, Willow, and Xander that she will keep their secret about the vampire slaying. She notices Buffy acting strangely. The vampires dig up the master's bones. The group heads to the bronze to see Chibomata perform, and Buffy continues her cold rampage. She dismisses Angel, she toys with Xander's feelings, rubs it in Willow's face, and she tells Cordelia off. Cordelia is kidnapped by the same vampire followers. She discovers Jenny passed out in the basement. The Scoobies worry about Buffy and her strange behavior. Buffy worries about the master's bones being gone. A ritual is discovered that involves the blood of those closest to the dead. A rock breaks through the glass (laughs) and tells her to go to the bronze to save Cordelia's life. Angel warns her that it could be dangerous, but she dismisses him. The woman in the club is a vampire. It's a trap. The real targets are back at the library. The vampire in the club reveals the location of the others. Buffy, Xander, and Angel break up the ritual and stop it from happening in time. Buffy breaks the bones of the master with a sledgehammer. Giles, Willow, and Xander forgive Buffy for her strange attitude. I think it's more detailed than my summaries are but not nearly as funny (laughs) i would agree i would agree (laughs) next time i shall create my own but it's good to it's good to give it a go thank you thank you tv fanatic for saving my butt (laughs) 
Well, you're going to be up for season or episode two as well. <laughs> okay. We'll do. So make a note, make a note. We'll do. So do you have any general thoughts or you want to just get started in on more of a, not necessarily scene by scene, but more of a timeline kind of? Well, I have to just share something that I'm absolutely blown away by Okay, from this summary that it says that Buffy breaks the bones of the master with a sledgehammer. Yeah. I thought sledgehammers were those electric ones that kind of went, you know? That's a jackhammer. You know, I don't think I knew what a sledgehammer was until <laughs> I was today years old. <laughs> yeah, that was sure a sledgehammer. enough, that's a jackhammer. And that's, okay, I just could not get over that. This is just a word that has been incorrect in my mind. <laughs> so, yes. Okay, general impressions here. Well, oh, I really did not like Buffy in this episode, and we mm-hmm. weren't supposed to. Right. So success yes but i'm very glad this isn't like the new buffy forever post master bite because i don't know that i could have handled it her (laughs) just distance iciness coldness was too much too different and you know willow says she's just mean and she is she is she is mean so yeah that was that was tough to, that was definitely tough to swallow. And it seems as if her dad got that treatment all summer. Yeah, that was, I was glad to see Daddy Summers again. Because again, I really like Dean Butler. <laughs> right. Alonzo, did you say? Yes, Almanzo. Yeah. Almanzo. <laughs> Almanzo Wilder from Little House on the Prairie. Yes. Anyways, I don't want to get sidetracked on that. <laughs> Anything you want to say in general before we kind of go chronologically? I don't think so. I do like this episode. Again, something I think was necessary. Because if they would have just had her continue on without paying attention, you know, to what had happened with the master, Mm -hmm. I think that would have been a disservice to the storyline. Does that make sense? I don't know. Does that make sense? It does. Giving it its appropriate due, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly mm-hmm. what I was trying to say and couldn't put it that succinctly. <laughs> yes, I I hear that. I definitely hear that. And I agree. That's a very good point. Still hard to watch Buffy be yes. a uh, bitka. <laughs> mm-hmm. bitka. I think we're beyond spelling words out. <laughs> yeah, maybe we do need to just say it because apparently Xander can't exactly. understand exactly. And you know Xander is bored when he's looking forward to school starting. That was yes. funny. Yeah, that scene, that opening scene in the cemetery. Well, I mean, it's not the opening scene, but they're in the cemetery. And uh, I guess maybe that is the opening scene after the season recap, isn't it? I think so. It's the first thing I have anything about. I was just like, Xander, just because you're bored doesn't mean that this is the time to make a play for Willow. Although she didn't seem, you know, upset about it. Do you know what I'm talking about? I... It's like I, a roll of silence. I'm like, uh... I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. My Alexa started talking. <laughs> and so I was trying to be quiet because I wanted her to be quiet. <laughs> and so I got a little bit, I got a little bit sidetracked. Oh, could you recap what you just said? And I was like, can Tori hear it? Is it coming over the microphone? It's I like could not feet. hear it. Okay. Well, that it, that I could have just ignored it. Okay, I'm sorry. Catch me up. Well, I was just saying that I was disappointed in Xander because he kind of, I don't know if we want to call it make play for Willow, but he comes on to her. I mean, they almost kiss just because he's bored. Okay, so I was with you at this moment because clearly he's still got some hang up for Buffy. Right. But... Later in the episode, when he tells Buffy, if 
Willow gets hurt, I will kill you or something to those that effect. Right. I feel like there is some, I mean, we know he cares about her as a friend. Right. And maybe there is even some latent attraction there that mm-hmm. is on a deeper level than the clearly physical attraction he has for Buffy. Right. So I am going to give Xander a little pass in <laughs> that maybe that the moment with the little ice cream on the nose and everything mm-hmm. was he was like, wow, yeah, she's, you know, again, not the deep. He's not the deepest thinker. But I think there's something in there for Willow that is more than just my best buddy since second grade. Maybe. But then I think that reaction he has with Buffy towards the end of this episode is very hypocritical. He Mm. doesn't seem to mind hurting her over and over and over again. Right. Emotionally. Not not the sharpest tool in the shed. What I'm also going to say is he did not get into the grinding sesh at the bronze as much i mean it seemed like he knew that Mm -hmm. this was not genuine and a little bit later he gets you know he's like well couldn't she just be into me never mind i get it she's ill or whatever so i think he at least at times has the awareness that this is just not happening Mm -hmm. but then his idiot side kicks in again (laughs) you you know, so I think there's this tension, mm-hmm. maybe sort of like the angel devil on the two shoulders, but not quite as extreme. Maybe uh, the higher thinking, lower thinking, id ego type something or other that is at play there. Could be. Could be. But maybe I'm giving Xander more complexity than he actually has. Maybe we'll return to this in the season two wrap up. <laughs> Sounds Sanders good. arc has gone. Absolutely. I like that plan. <laughs> but it does look like Nicholas Brendan lost some baby fat between season one and season two. He's much leaner in the face. True. Yes. <laughs> I have down here, three's a crowd, buddy, when <laughs> the vampire sort of looms in and interrupts the the kiss. Which is kind and of funny. I, it was funny. It was It was very good. And it is interesting that Buffy was gone all summer. So right after the Masters dispatched, mm-hmm. she's gone all summer. Not a problem. Nothing going on at Sunnydale. She right. comes back and there are vampires. Mm-hmm. Almost this savior that creates the problem kind of uh, yeah. <laughs> issue that the trouble is drawn to her. Right. And well, I think would they need to be saved from her. I think Xander even says something like that in season one. I don't remember what episode, but he and Willow are talking. And I think Willow says something like, well, she saved us. And Xander's like, well, we didn't need to be saved before she showed up. Right. Oh, I, I didn't. Good recollection. I didn't recall that, but that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I, I, I can't. Maybe it'll come to me what episode that was, but it's not right now. I did. I was just looking at my notes and I'm like, what does this remark mean? But now I remember (laughs) the front of Xander's hair, his bangs. Yes. Gave me a something about Mary vibe. Oh, God. (laughs) I hate that scene. Oh, my God. (laughs) But I know exactly Uh what you're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Those bangs are not good. (laughs) Wow. Okay, so moving on from Xander's bangs, anything else about that scene? Nope, that was it. Okay, what did we have next here? Let's see. Well, then they do the opening credits. Oh, and yes, and I noticed that some of the old scenes, some new scenes, so Mm -hmm. a little melange of old and new, including, I think, the four of them hanging upside down. Mm -hmm. Which we see in this episode, yeah. And we find out that David Boreanaz has moved up to yes. main cast. Yes. Happy to see it. Mm-hmm. 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 Now, if we could only get Ms. Calendar in there. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. But I will take the fact she was in it and important. So, 
that she was she was in this episode so i was happy yeah so buffy we right away start to find out right that something's not right with buffy because she's acting pretty strange with willow and xander in the yes in the cemetery when she says she's glad to be back but you know her face totally belies the sentiment yes yes she seems to be plagued by a bit of ennui (laughs) (laughs) that's not a phrase ennui doesn't get used very much that's why i had to throw it in there very nice nice. (laughs) yeah and i think you know what she's pretty flippant about seeing giles when willow asks her yes i'm like it's a portent Mm -hmm. for the rest of the episode but yes i did like i did like buffy's sassy new haircut yes she'll get she'll get points for the haircut mm-hmm. apparently she has spent all summer or all summer shopping so perhaps some of that was hair styling as well i, I, I believe so i believe so. boy those yellow shoes oh my gosh i was like i think i might hurt myself if i tried to wear those absolutely would dad dad bought buffy's love a little bit this summer it seems yeah that's guilty dad vibe stuff going on there Mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit of overcompensation yes but and i couldn't help but thinking number one would parents of a teenage daughter she's 16 would they dare to even try to unpack her <laughs> Fair. I, mean, I, I think i would if i was 16 i would have been really mad at my mom or dad why are you yes. getting my stuff i'll take my stuff alone stuff. right yeah. right i think you're right they could have had that right. discussion elsewhere, but yes. I guess then we wouldn't have had the, you got to see the Shopping. the shoe. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I don't have much more to say about this parents mm-hmm. discussion because I was so excited about seeing Cordelia in the next scene, but <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> if there's anything trying... else you want to say about the parents. Well, I was just trying to remember, I think this is the last time in a long time that we see Daddy Summers. Okay. So that distant summer they had, I yeah. don't think they ever kind of get back together. Ouch. So anyways, well, absentee father. There you go. But yes, I was very happy to see Cordelia. Promise St. Croix went to Tuscany in, instead. Tough life for Cordelia. No one has suffered like I have suffered I know. And then that kind of adversity builds character. But then I thought I already have character. Is it possible to have too much character? Too much care? No, Cordelia. It In your case, it is not possible to have too much character. And you have such a badass scene later in this episode. Keep Keep walking your walk, girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then to cut right over to Snyder and Giles. Awesome. Loved their conversation. Yes. Did you did you do quote did you do word for word any quotes from that scene? I did. I did. I started with Snyder complaining about the students. I didn't write down everything he said, but I did write down crawling around, mindlessly bent on feeding and mating. Jeez, <laughs> like, dude. And comparing them to as when he was comparing them to locusts right like oh, a yeah. plague it was one of the into the world portents right it was yes. wonderful yes oh i didn't even really think about that but that makes total sense my love got uh, i'm not going to start this again already right <laughs> almost said giles giles i love when he says did you enjoy these pep talks have you ever considered, uh, given your abhorrence of children, the school's principal was not perhaps your true location? Perfect. <laughs> Giles has got some good lines in this episode. He does. He does. And, I, and he yeah. doesn't seem to like kids all that much either. So it was even funny coming from him. Right. You know, he's right. got his little crew. But right. he's he's at that school for one purpose and one purpose only. And it's to trade Buffy. So. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when Snyder goes on a says every time a pretty girl walks by every boy turns into a gibbering fool and i <laughs> yes. just thought that the that they filmed this piece really well right the transitions and the dialogue Perfectly. are yeah they are perfect 
with calendar coming in yeah. giles tripping all over his tongue yeah and then snyder feeling like he's talking to himself and indeed he is because yeah that's just giles a perfect scene on. right there it was it really it really was a good one yeah and i think we i mean it's so i mean even if i didn't already know that josh whedon wrote this i would have probably said oh that's whedon right there mm. writing that and and again in I know he directed it too, and he just really had that timing down perfect. Love yes. that. Love that yes. scene. Yeah, very good scene. And we have Calendar up here, which is fantastic. <laughs> and Calendar went to Burning Man. I know. I which know. I thought was super cool. Yeah, I think I told you this that um, the woman that is kind of does the main organizing for Burning Man graduated a year or two ahead of me in my high school that's amazing yeah i haven't been to burning man i i don't know it sounds very interesting but i'm not really sure it's my cup of tea oh my gosh i absolutely missed my shot because when i lived in reno i knew people who went every year Mm -hmm. and it was right when school was starting and i didn't feel like i could take the time off and so Mm -hmm. i never went but i mean i had established peeps i could have really done burning man upright and so i wish i would have just done it because i i don't think i'm a total burning man person but i Mm -hmm. think i could have appreciated going with people who could have shown me the ropes right right anyway it's just that's too too much heat for me if they well, did that festival here i'd go in a heartbeat <laughs> you're you're absolutely right i mean it is the desert in yeah. august or early september i mean it is not it is not pleasant pleasant times but tons of people do it yeah yeah well you know our one of the women that works across the hall for me she goes almost every year oh i won't say her name though Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Little tidbits I find out. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. So this calendar is in the club. I love it. And then, <laughs> then yes, I must consult my books. That was fun. <laughs> and I loved the show being self-aware with Sanders saying. Oh, eight minutes and 33 seconds pay up. I called 10 minutes before you to consult your books about something. Thank you. And that was great. Mm-hmm. I did I mention that last yes. when we were doing that se- last season? I do believe you did. I thought so. I was like, I think that was one of my spoilery things. But it's it's great. It, and it wasn't a major spoiler. <laughs> yeah. But they do I mean, I love how they keep, you know, dropping the clues that something's wrong with Buffy. Yes. I yes. Mean, some of them are are not really subtle at all, but <laughs> true. I mean, she's snarky with Willow in the hallway. I mean, that's pretty mm-hmm. darn unusual. Mm-hmm. I think you can get a little more volume if you speak from the diaphragm. It's like, yeah. dang, girl. It's just really uncharacteristic and unpleasant. Just mm-hmm. don't like it. I just mm-hmm. don't like it. I didn't either. But again, so, yeah. I think they had to go that way. Yeah. It wouldn't have made I sense get- if they would have just started the season with everything hunky-dory. Mm-hmm. Now we've had the rebalancing of the force. <laughs> so quite a workout routine. Yes, that... a, great, a great montage of Buffy. Oh, yeah. Routine. Yeah. It was it was as good as Rocky. I mean, <laughs> I give it I give it two thumbs up. Yeah. She's pretty intense about it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, and it's also very clear already that Giles knows something's up. Yes. I mean, even from the hallway scene and then into this scene, it's, you can tell he knows. He knows. Yes. He's Daddy Giles. He can figure it out. Now, then do we cut to the Absalom character? Yes. Okay. So I went down a real rabbit hole here that really, that yielded nothing. So I'm going to keep it quick. (laughs) The name Absalom. I thought, I've heard that name before. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look into this and maybe it connects to the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to quickly get into what it, what it connects to. But it doesn't connect to the show, I didn't think. But maybe me sharing it, maybe you'll notice a connection. Did you immediately recognize that name? I knew I'd heard. Well, 
of course I'd heard it before because I've watched Buffy many times, but I knew it as a biblical term. 100% correct. So Absalom was the third son of David as in King David. Mm -hmm. And he was part of a rebellion to overthrow David and cause David much grief. And I think that the other where place I recognized Absalom was from the book Absalom, Absalom mm-hmm. by William Faulkner, mm-hmm. which Faulkner is one of those writers that just makes my eyes bleed. I just oh, yeah. cannot quite. So I, I have never yeah. read Absalom, Absalom, but I do believe that that book is connected to the son of David, who was the traitor. Mm. But I really had a hard time connecting those pieces to this character. So I am not sure what the intentionality was other than, I mean, Absalom with his betrayal of David is kind of a bad guy. And this guy's kind of a bad guy. So maybe just kind of a villainous name is as deep as it went. I think that's it because I too was like, "Mm, I don't remember Absalom, what it meant or anything. And so Mm -hmm. I too looked it up (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I agree with you. I was like, well, that doesn't mesh with this character at all because this guy is a devoted alkalite of the annoying Mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. So, I, I like, like that. The anointed one or the annoying one both work. <laughs> I was like, oh, Damien is back. My, uh, you, yep, you say Damien is back. My next note is Colin is still around. <laughs> and I do, I like how they kind of make you start to wonder when Absalom, who is really into his exposition, yes, preaching to that group of vamps, and they say, and he says, a new hope will arrive arise in three days and then they cut to to damien aka colin and i'm like oh they're really trying to make you think that this kid is going to be like the new master right you know and even angel says later don't underestimate the anointed one because of his devotees mm-hmm. i was happy though i have to admit that they didn't do that stupid reverb on his voice Yes, and I must say that I have a line of Collins in this episode that made my favorites of the list for this episode. See, so I hate I that shall... girl. <laughs> yes, the very last line. I just, I laughed out loud when he said, because he's like, I hate that girl. <laughs> it was perfect. That was absolutely it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that was a good way to end that show. But I, I'm curious, what did you think with the next scene when they're at the, school? The dream sequence? Yes. Which okay. you don't know was a dream at first. But I do have to tell you something that I thought was weird, even before we found out it was a dream, mm-hmm. was Willow takes out an apple, Xander takes out either a granola bar or a candy bar. I'm going to say it was a candy bar Mm -hmm. and they swap. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I was like, really? Xander's eating the apple. And it just sort of felt weird. Now maybe Xander eats healthy all the time, but it just (laughs) didn't feel real. Mm -hmm. Just felt a little weird. Now I also didn't know whether to go deeper into the fact that it was an apple Mm. you know like the adam and eve kind of apple yeah and i thought it was also interesting as soon as it is revealed that it's a dream that willow is revealing her dream in buffy's dream you know oftentimes people think that other people are thinking of them and they're they really never are and in this case it seemed like buffy was (laughs) (laughs) portraying willow as awkwardly as willow sometimes is Mm -hmm. you know when probably most of her friends don't feel like she's as awkward yeah so it it was striking me as a little strange in and so it didn't it didn't surprise me when it was a dream right i thought they did a nice transition from giles's face to the master's face yes and his nose was rudolph the red-nosed reindeer again Remember, I'm on Rudolph yep. the Red-Nosed Master Reindeer uh, watch. Didn't even know the master was going to come back. And here he, here he is, <laughs> at least in dream form. And his nose was bright red. 
I guess they had the same makeup person back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I said, aha, this is Buffy's dream. I thought it was strange that Xander took the apple and Willow took the candy bar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't even really pay much attention to what they were trading. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew one was an apple. I d- couldn't remember at all what Willow was eating. Did you have any hints that it was dreamish before you knew it was a dream? Not the first time I watched it. I was like, oh, I just remember thinking, oh, my gosh. Of course, the minute Giles starts acting weird. I tried to kill you again. Yeah. yeah. As soon as he says, I tried, I almost killed you once or I right. killed you once. Right. Then, you know. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, but that it was really not until that moment that I knew it was a dream. I do think it's interesting, you know, that she wakes up and finds Angel in her bedroom. Oh, my gosh. Like, Just talker much, dude? <laughs> sitting right inside the window. And what is he wearing? A bathrobe? I mean, I wasn't sure what what he was wearing. <laughs> I don't but like his was hair. Creepy. I don't like his hair in this episode. It looks like he's got a little acorn cap on the top of his it really. Head. I agreed that his hair looked kind of oddly. Uh, just odd. Yeah. Odd. Yeah. I didn't quite get acorn cap, but I like it. <laughs> the other thing I started to think about with this particular scene is when Angel asks how she's doing and she says she's peachy, which of course we know is code for I feel like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that made me wonder, when did peachy start being used as a euphemism for I feel like crap? Oh, I did a quick search and couldn't find anything, but I mean, I know I use that occasionally. Yeah. Someone say, how you doing? I'm peachy. Uh-huh. But I don't know where I picked that up. I must have picked it up, you know, maybe from my parents or I don't know, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But wow. yeah, she's mean to Angel in this episode. Yes, she is. Oh, yeah. At the bronze. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. After he reveals he missed her. Yeah. I thought she was starting to relent just a little bit there, but Mm. just a little bit too late there. I was going to call her B. (laughs) (laughs) I decided not to. (laughs) Once again, no screens. Anything can come through that window. What are you doing with it wide open? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And the melancholy music yeah. is brought up. And then we see Joyce and Buffy in the car. Mm-hmm. Poor Joyce. Yeah. Man, I don't. Buffy gives her his <sighs> cutting. Yeah. I don't know if he, if she ever lets Joyce in on it, but I just feel like she should. I just <laughs> think this is a tough thing. To... I think she's a mother, right? Yeah. Mother's. Mm-hmm ride hard man yeah. <laughs> you gotta do something pretty pretty serious to completely turn that switch off so are you familiar with this band chibo Mato? only from buffy okay well it seems like maybe this was kind of a deal right they really yeah. played up this band mm-hmm. and it is a real band and yes. it's and Chibo Mato is apparently Italian for crazy food. Yeah, I found that out too. Yeah. That was kind of trivia cool. questions actually about Chibo Mato. Oh dear. Okay. And it's not that it's not what is it Italian for? No. <laughs> Darn it. No, it is. Who was the guitar player? Oh. Oh. I don't know. Sean Lennon. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you know, now that you say that, I remember Lennon being said at some point, and mm-hmm. I just didn't focus in on it. Well, I remember That's... the first time seeing it thinking, boy, that guy looks familiar. Oh, my gosh. Because I think Sean Lennon really has the look of his father. Yes. So, but it wasn't until I looked up. I'm like, oh, my God, I did it Sean Lennon. That is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the music's weird. I liked it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Sugar water. <laughs> and boom, here comes Buffy. <laughs> yes. 
But uh, first, I hate, 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 hate how Xander is treating Willow in this scene. Yes. Yes. My comment earlier about I think he's very hypocritical because he hurts her over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Now, I, I'm not going to go overboard on the defense of Xander. <laughs> I was maybe trying to give him one more level than his paper thin personality from last season, but <laughs> not sure about that. Uh, anyways, but yeah, let's. I, I prefer to talk about Buffy and her stand up lap dance. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, talk about using somebody Mm -hmm. it was just it was just terrible it was just Mm -hmm. it was just so terrible Mm -hmm. it was terrible to everyone right it was terrible to angel it was Mm -hmm. terrible to xander and it was terrible to willow it was a triple Mm -hmm. terrible yeah yeah and i thought the three of them did a great job in their reactions i mean i think david Boreanaz really kind of nailed it with his reactions and Nicholas Brendan totally nailed it. You mm-hmm. can just, I mean, every thought that's in his head is going across his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's oh, so harsh. And he, he, I feel one of those emotions is I am being used. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah, mm-hmm. she's really digging me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't and at no point from the minute she asks him to dance until the and when she saunters away, does it come across that he's really excited about this dance? Mm-hmm. Cause he knows that something is seriously wrong here. That number one, she wouldn't ask him to dance with Angel there. And uh and then of course as she slithers all over him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, you know you're being mean yeah. when Cordelia calls you out for being mean. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> yes, I was so team Cordelia. <laughs> I was like, you I know, mean, Cordy. beautiful scene. Buffy, you were really competing for bitch of the year, aren't you? <laughs> that yeah. was a great, that was a great scene. I just loved Cordelia there hmm it just it was just perfect it was just perfect her whole thing and her whole get over it spank your inner mop it whatever that meant you know all of this bit was just was just perfect get over yourself you this is not doing anyone any good including yourself yeah yeah Christmas then, Carpenter right? must not have been feeling good though did you notice she had a kind of raspy voice oh no I didn't yeah anyways Go ahead. But I interrupted. did notice that right after Cordelia's speech, she gets napped. <laughs> and I was kind of excited because she was like, maybe I'll give Angel another go or something like that. <laughs> I really, I really wanted, I really wanted to see that bit. <laughs> Would have been funny to see, yes, Buffy using Xander and Angel using Cordelia to try to. Oh my gosh. Other get each other jealous but wow yeah then we see calendars down too Mm -hmm. and unconscious not just the basement yeah yeah she must have put up quite a fight if they had to knock her unconscious yeah yeah so what have you got next there well the next you know is buffy finding the master's grave empty and yes but i really don't have much comment about that yeah. Because it's more important of how she uses that information when she hooks up with uh, Giles and Willow and Xander at school. <laughs> Willow's like, she's possessed. She's possessed. Yes. Yes. And isn't that when Xander says something something like, Are we overlooking the idea that she may be very attracted to me? She's possessed. Yeah. This is also the bit scene. <laughs> Yes. And <laughs> this is where my trivia question comes from. Okay. Where do you think they are? Like the lunchroom? I don't know if that's a lunchroom or, or just some just kind a of hangout place. Yeah. Like, but you know, you we have re- those break, we have breakout areas at the school. I just kind of assume yes. it's something like that. Okay. That, that's, that's just, I wanted to make sure we're talking about the right scene. Okay. And do you recall there's a mural 
behind them with various painted things. Mm-hmm. And my trivia question, and it it shows a few times when Giles, Xander, and Willow are talking, and then later, a little bit later, but there's a football player that is prominent mm-hmm. on this mural. Mm-hmm. And what is that football player's number? Oh, man. I remember the football player. Yeah. And the Razorback kind of on his head. Nicely <laughs> done. Yeah, um, yeah, it's right above him. I want to say 99. 37. Uh, I don't know if the dad was born. Oh, wow. I don't know if it means anything in particular, but it does flash quite a few times, both during their conversation and then during the subsequent conversation. But huh. I was just like, geez, they're really showing that number. So anyway. Probably the artist, the numbers may be significant to the artist. That makes Maybe sense. that was the year their dad was born too. Maybe. <laughs> Good question. Well, thank you. I did look at the mural. And I was like, I should probably pay more attention to what's on the mural. (laughs) (laughs) But clearly I didn't. You had me pegged. (laughs) Buffy's so mean to Willow (sighs) in the scene. Hate it. I didn't even write notes about all the meanness because I just was so sad about it. Yeah. Did you think at all? I thought Buffy's cross looked a little different. Oh, didn't I don't look know. like the same cross. Let's get on crosswatch. Let's cross take a watch. look at her next episode and see what you think. Well, I did notice she did not wear it when she was doing the grinding dance. She did not have it on. Interesting. Yeah. Unless it was no, she didn't have it on. I don't remember seeing the. I was gonna say maybe she had it tucked in, but I don't remember seeing the chain at all. And that was. That dress's neckline went down a ways. Yeah. You would I recall. noticed the chain. Yeah. I do like the burn that Giles gives to Snyder in this scene. When Snyder, Which what? There's some Remind things me. I can just smell. It's like a sixth sense. And Giles is like, <laughs> That's no, one that of the would fives. be five. <laughs> I loved that. That was really good. <laughs> yes. Yes, I <laughs> that was perfect oh, i love the interaction of those two i yes i know snyder's just like a little nasty leprechaun man but <laughs> he's growing on me he's growing on me <laughs> okay. so let's see oh gosh my next comment is buffy trying to get into it with angel what do you, do you have anything before then no she's just being you know in the library she's being more of the mean girl right she won't listen to what anybody else has to say and yeah i'm like you don't have to you don't have time to fight him you gotta you got work to do and i just my next comment is buffy's dude is getting real old (laughs) (laughs) and what restraint everybody else is really showing i'm not sure i think i would have hit my point already and I think I would have either just like totally blown her off and given it and said, like, don't even talk to me right now. Yeah. Or I would have blown up probably the former because I do like to avoid confrontation. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just would have been over it. I have a note here that says, what is Xander holding? I remember exactly what it's referring to at the library. He's holding some sort of some sort of pointy weapon but it is a very bizarre shape i don't know what it is some kind of sword but it Hmm. looks almost like it's made out of cardboard i don't know it's just a very bizarre i'm like what are you holding maybe it's and some training tool from the cage perhaps and clearly it doesn't do any good when the vampires come and take them (laughs) yes (laughs) i mean xander gets left behind since he wasn't right next to the master when he died but Mm -hmm. everybody else gets secreted away uh, you know i remember there's a little bit of conflict going on in my head here because on one hand you're you know when buffy comes back to the library and you know xander's got some good points right if she just listened and tried to work with them and um and so forth and you're kind of on one hand kind of glad right that buffy is getting taken down a peg yeah but then of course this is at the expense of giles and willow and of course we already know it's cordelia and yes. miss calendar as well but yeah that was all a little bit of conflict 
I have to mm-hmm. admit, I'm a little bit more happy that Buffy's getting her comeuppance. Yeah. Yes, and we feel it's highly unlikely for all four of these important characters to die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe one. I mean, it would have been totally possible for Ms. Calendar to yes. have, no pun intended, bitten it in this episode, but uh but yeah. Buffy but does she lives to have she lives to have yet another page turned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't help thinking right when they the vampires kind of I don't know, it's not rolling them out, but they kind of roll out Willow and Giles and Cordelia. Yeah. And calendar. I'm like, that had to be uncomfortable to film. I mean, they're hanging by their feet. Yeah. <laughs> Though there are machines that help you do that that are good for traction and relieving pressure in between the vertebrae. So maybe, <laughs> maybe there was something pleasant about it. Maybe, maybe. And you know, that is the cleanest skeleton ever seen for being buried in the ground. It's yes. like bleached white. <laughs> yeah. Out a speck of dust. Yeah. And bleach on bone wouldn't be too good. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice it looked like the master had a hole in his skull? I did not. Yeah, I mean, not one like of the holes that's hole. supposed to be there, but. Well, I'm not super familiar with skull anatomy, but it did not look like a hole that should have been there. Kind of behind the ear. Yeah, that shouldn't be there. No, yeah. I don't remember seeing it looked that. It like, looked like a bullet hole. I just wondered if whatever, you know, whatever prop skeleton they had might have been used for something else. <laughs> A little bit of target practice in the back lot. Right, right. <laughs> or uh, for an episode where there was a skeleton, for, you know, some other television show that had an episode with a skeleton <laughs> with a bullet hole in its skull. That's funny. I didn't even notice that. Well, it only, there was only one shot of it. And then uh-huh. the next time we see the skull, it's from the other side. And so mm. then you don't see the hole. So, uh, got it, got it, got it, got it. I thought here that Absalom and Colin were going to get away, and I thought maybe Absalom would have more to do in the future. Nope. Gone. <laughs> yeah, Damien scurries out of there like a little rat. Yep. Yep. And I was worried for Angel a little bit. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. you got to watch out for those wooden stakes as well. Yeah. He almost bought it there. And speaking of Absalom, that was a cool death with him, like, burning upwards mm-hmm. that was just that was that was cool that was a, yeah that was good that was a good effect that might be in contention for best slay of the season agreed because agreed. she's got two at the same time using that whatchamacallit light lamp posty thing yes that's pretty good i was like oh i have to remember that first yeah, i may i'm making myself a note season. for looking back to yeah <laughs> and like I said, convenient that Absalom provided Buffy with the hammer, which I now know is a sledgehammer. <laughs> yes, I wrote down that it was quite convenient as well. <laughs> Are sledgehammers what were used to nail in railroad ties? Yeah, yeah, they okay. would have been used for that. They're often okay. used in demolition of houses like when people are knocking off cabinets and things like that so of course you know this (laughs) all that wasted (laughs) time watching hgtv (laughs) your your renovation shows you've seen a sledgehammer to throw yes yes yeah even my youtubers bring out the sledgehammer from time to time (laughs) okay okay yeah it is nice you know that buffy got to work out her as giles said issues yes i can't quite say it properly yeah yeah but i got it <laughs> what you americans call issues mm-hmm. got, a, got a little comfort from angel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. things are going back the way they should be yes and what good friends not rubbing it all in buffy's face mm-hmm. she realized she was being terrible mm-hmm. and now that she's back to normal they just accept her right mm-hmm. away and and i'm so happy that cordelia isn't permanently scarred yes <laughs> the blood stains then you know that's never coming out <laughs> yeah i'll tell you she has the resilience of uh teflon <laughs> i would have you have to agree with that 
I must admit that the very end of this episode, I was like, is this an episode of Saved by the Bell? It just really got a very, like, Brady Bunchy music or something. At the very end, it was like, we're all back together and feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did not notice that, but um, I don't know. But yeah, I get what you're talking about. Yeah. It was just a moment. Though I wasn't sure if in this scene... Like, if Buffy was wearing kind of an upside-down golden cross. I was really on crosswatch. I'll tell you what. Huh, she was wearing some other, th- some other thing around her neck that was not the usual cross. It was weird. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'll keep an eye out. Yeah. I still haven't gone back through. I keep meaning to go back through the season one episodes and see what all we're supposed to be watching for. Oh, right. Yeah. No. I do want to see if their fake blood gets better over the season. Yes. Because particularly in the library scene with Buffy and Xander and he's got that blood coming up like from the side of his mouth. I was like, that's the worst fake blood. Yeah. That was pretty bad. Yeah. Good, good note. Blood good watch. note on blood watch. <laughs> and then, yes, I did love that quote by Colin. I, hate that girl. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said his best line ever. <laughs> yeah. Particularly because it wasn't in the reverb. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't have much else to say about this episode. No, me either. I think we covered it nicely. It's a good episode. It's not a great episode. It's not a bad Agreed. episode. Agreed. It's a good episode. Agreed. Agreed. So our next one is called Some Assembly Required. Oh, fun. I love that title. Yeah. It's an interesting kind of morbidity. Mm. <laughs> Okay, that'll be our next one. I mean, some assembly required would have been appropriate for this episode because trying to put the master together required some assembly as well. So that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. Great talking to you about this episode. Look forward to the next one. Yeah, me too. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Following in the Shallows is created and produced by the both of us. Edited by Mo. The soundtrack for the Wallowing in the Shallows, Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 2 Rewatch, is Apache Rock Instrumental by Sound Atelier, available on Gemendo.com. You can send us feedback at witstvpod at gmail.com. That's W-I-T-S-T-V-P-O-D at gmail.com. Subscribe. And then subscribe. Then subscribe. Subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Like and subscribe.